Yo, welcome to the episode three of the podcast, First and Go. I'm your host, First and Go. We about to get into this. It is football season, ladies and gentlemen, and it is the best time of the year. Yes, it is. Yes, today is July 26th, uh, 2022. Uh, yes, preseason football has, hasn't started just yet, uh, but it's coming. Um, <laughs> um but still, uh, we got football on the way starting next weekend. Um, really starting Thursday, going into next weekend, which is the Hall of Fame and all that. But we'll talk about all that next week. But it's still football season. And ladies and gentlemen, it's the best time of the year. Lord, I can talk for days about football. So, for all your basketball fanatics, baseball, hockey, and all that, y'all gonna have to take a back seat for right now, unless it's some real, real big, big news coming in out of your sport. Unless that happens, it is NFL and college football, and spring a little high school football in in between that. If I get a chance to put in there and then all that. With that being said, this is third episode of the third season, second season, whatever, don't matter. It's the third episode. And what I'm going to do is break it up into divisions for NFL, and I'm going to break it up into conferences for college. Um, We're going to start off tonight with... Oh yeah, disclaimer. If you have little kids and or young kids that are not appropriate to really want to you don't want them to hear cussing, then, you know, as I um I try to remember each episode to remind you either gladly, hey, gladly put on your either your AirPods, earbuds, whatever you got, you know, whatever put you put in your ears nowadays or Send them, send them off to to the side a little bit. Let them play on their tablets or phones or whatever, and you listen to the podcast or whatever. But if you want them parents just don't give a fuck, and you know they hear gonna hear the shit eventually, hey, that's your prerogative. But um, <laughs> um, with that being said, let's get into scratching advice, and you got your fair warning. All right, so we're going, like I said, we're gonna go do divisions in the NFL going up to the start of the season, and we're going to go into conferences uh, for college up to the start of the season. So, I thought about just going west to east. And tonight, I feel like we're going to do this what we're going to do. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's start in the west. And let's go ahead and start with the uh, Pac-12. Um, the craziness, craziness. Oh, forgot one more thing. Um, if you hear a little click clicking in the background, mind your business. I'm playing the game, but I can do. I can talk to y'all and do that at the same time. Now back to the scratch the program. So we'll start with the Pac-12. The Pac-12. It's going to be something different in the next couple of years. But that's in the next couple of years. That's not right now. That's not... um, That's not going to be immediate at this very moment. So, this is the 2022 season. So, as, as of right now, how it is constructed in the conference right now, SC and UCLA are still in the Pac-12. So we're gonna treat it like it is. So I'm gonna say this. I don't see too many teams coming out of the Pac-12 that's just scary looking or intimidating or just downright, you know, okay, we gotta give them a shot. Oregon got a new head coach, which is the defensive coordinator from the national defending national champs, uh, Georgia Bulldogs. 
USC got a new coach. Oh, it's just Lincoln Riley from previously University of Oklahoma. Um, and Utah is just coming off of winning the Pac-12 last year by whooping Oregon's ass and riding whooping them, dominating them not once but twice. That's the reason why I only named them three teams. Because Oregon State, Washington, Washington State, Cal, Stanford was, by the way, I believe that David Shaw needs to um, make a move to get the hell out of uh, Stanford. Unless Stanford becomes what we used to seeing them as. One of them teams that will put up a 10-win season, beat somebody they ain't supposed to, and uh, get a lot of national uh, prominence because they're having a good season. Until that actually happens again, David Shaw need to get the hell out of uh, <laughs> needs to get the hell out of. Excuse me, as I'm swallowing, needs to get out of Stanford. Now, there's only three teams I'm willing. I am willing to even talk about when it pertains. when it pertains to Pac-12. And that is SC, Oregon, and Utah. And I feel that with the Pac-12, how it's, you know, got the feel and all that, um, I also feel like there's one other team that could make some make some noise. And I, But at the same time, I don't know if they actually going to do it, but if they do, you know, it is what it is. And that is Arizona State, but, you know, eh. but, oh, yeah, let me add them to it. Arizona State, Arizona, Colorado. The, the, the rest of the Pac-12 ain't going to do shit. Arizona still might be the worst team out of the whole group, but they ain't about to do shit. It's down to three teams. It's a three-team race. Um, I feel the one team, and it's easy to, now, it is easy to go with SC and say, oh, SC got, you know, SC with Lee and Ryder, he's going to win the conference championship because that's what he does and all that. Which is you know, valuably true, but but at the same time, what has Lincoln Riley done after winning the conference championship? Absolutely nothing. With 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 uh, the uh, old boy at Oregon, the the new defensive coordinator, uh, well, the old defensive coordinator from Georgia, old boy at Oregon, he has a solid team. He he does have a very good solid team. Question is, is he going to bring some of that SEC meanness so they can get right? And that's where I'm at with it. Like, are they going to get right? Are they going to get, are they, what I'm trying to say, I'm trying to put in a very nice text context. Oregon has talent where a lot of people believe they can go toe-to-toe with anybody else in the country, probably outside the SEC. You saw what happened to Oregon, what they did to Ohio State at the shoe. At the shoe. Not at Oxen Stadium, but at the shoe. I think Oregon, you can't go wrong with Oregon. You can't go wrong with SC, with Lincoln Riley, with Caleb, with Caleb as the quarterback. And SC is going to have some athletes as well. But I don't think SC is going to have the athletes where, to me personally, 
I don't think they have the better athletic team like Oregon is. Um, with Oregon, I think between between the three, Oregon has the better quarterback. I think between the three, I think SC has the better coach. But I think Utah has the the wherewithal. Like even if Utah loses to Florida, game one September third. Even they lose to Florida. They run. They win out. Run the table. They win the Pac-12 and a one loss. And I understand a one loss Pac-12 champion is not gonna get in. I don't. Want, I don't care. I don't even care anymore about that shit. But it ain't. That, it ain't time to hear. It ain't, it ain't that time to hear about that. But I'm gonna be honest with you though. A one loss Utah team, regardless if they get blown out or lose by one point, whatever. To Florida, if they turn around and went out, it's still it's still gonna be a great season for Utah. And not only is it a great season for Utah, it's gonna be somebody that's continuously winning and making themselves known to be a power or a real player going forward in the Pac-12. You, a lot of people got to realize in two years Utah might run the Pac-12. Let's, let's, let's be honest. It's going to be Oregon, Utah pretty much for the Pac-12 for, for a very, very long time. And, and what it's looking like is Utah about to be that team in the Pac-12. Unless Oregon becomes a little, get, get a little bit, get that, you know, more physical, more they gonna they gonna have the speed because that's just Oregon that that's track and all that Nike they gonna have it, but to sit there and put all my chips on SC, I I'll be a fool. Put all my chips on Oregon, I will be a fool. And even if I put all my chips on Utah, I will still be a fool. But you can't be wrong. And I know that's some oxymoron that I'm pretty much saying, you know, put all your chips on one team, and, but you're still going to be wrong. But turn around and say this. Um, that, you, you can't go, but at the same time, you can't go wrong with either one of these three teams in the Pac-12. You just can't. So, with that being said, my preseason pick for the Pac-12 and I would say this. I would not be surprised if it's Utah again. And I think I'm going to go with the, <laughs> the Utah Utes to win the Pac-12. That's that. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into the NFL part of it. And before I get into the uh, NFC West and AFC West, let's talk about a couple couple news that happened. Um, Julio Jones decides to sign with <laughs> decide, decide to sign with the Buccaneers, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, it, rich gets richer. That's all I'm going to say. The rich get richer. And what I mean by that is, you know, some of y'all get the term. These teams are getting better. Just They just keep piling all types of firepower. And Julio is not past his prime, but, but I also believe that Julio got at least two more years left in the tank. I say at least. I say about. I say at the max two more years left in the tank. Two at the max. And 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 I understand that the last two three years Julio has only basically played half half of a season. But with Godwin coming off his injury, um, you know the timetable for him is not necessarily evident. But um, but he will play this season. But you got Evans, you got Godwin, you got Gage just coming from Atlanta uh, with his old teammate joining him and Julio. 
still got a couple of, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, the, the risk gets richer. Um, also, Kyler Murray signs, because, well, just becomes the second highest paid quarterback in the league. I don't know what to say about that. But let's segue into their their division, and that's the NFC West. <laughs> um, we'll get more on Kyler Murray in a second, but we're gonna talk about the we're gonna talk about the other three teams um, in the mix in the NFC West, and we're gonna we're gonna start off with the defending champs, the Los Angeles Rams. So a lot of people is really speculating that OBJ is probably going to resign with the Rams because uh, technically he's a free agent. Um, he's recovering from an ACL injury. He just his son was just born. Uh, his son was literally just born not too ago, not too long ago during the Super Bowl time, and and my and life is good. Life is good in LA. And how can I put it? The risk gets richer again. Not only did they get Allen Robinson, but they also get Bobby Wagner to add more to the defense and actually quarterback the defense more or less. And Aaron Donald, everybody thought he was going to retire. That man wasn't going to retire. They were going to give him more money, give him solidify that man, dominance. Hey, appreciate you for doing what you have done for us for X amount of years. Being with this team, and a lot of people got to appreciate this. Aaron Donald not at, never asked for a trade. Aaron Donald never been disgruntled. Never Donald has handled his business. It's been quiet. Listen, you can't ask for a better situation with Aaron Donald and the Los Angeles Rams. He's been he's been with the team when they was losing like shit. <laughs> Like let's be honest, he was there for them times too, but he's seen the brighter times when they made changes, got him, got Sean McVay there, all that. So, so understand that, understand that Aaron Donald. And the Los Angeles Rams are going to be in good shape going into the 2022 season. They are going to be they, they, they're at the top. They're at the top until somebody knock them off. Not just the, the whole NFL, but definitely in the NFC. Until somebody knock them off. Of course, my team plays them this year. <sighs> but <laughs> also play the Bengals on top of that. We play the two teams that were in the Super Bowl, which is... Thank you, NFL. Uh, but uh, but the thing about it is, the Rams are going to be good. There's nothing else to say about that. <laughs> let's move on to some some topics we could talk about, and that's, let's talk about Seattle for a second. What is there to say about Seattle? You don't have Bobby Wagner. You don't have Russell Wilson, which was your. Two cornerstones. Uh, you lost. You basically not. You basically traded the two cornerstones of your team. You're now saying you're going to rebuild. That's what you're saying. And and I feel that. Is this the right move for Seattle? I I don't know. I put it this way: the what they have done with the Jamal with the Jamal Adams trade on top of paying him. When you did that, you you pretty much signal everybody we going in a win now situation. Even though we're not a complete team, but we're in a win now situation. You went from a win now situation to we blowing this shit up. That's basically what you did. You did it within a twelve year. You did it in literally 
a whole calendar year. Well, in football, in football calendar year, a whole calendar year. And and let me real quick, let me explain what I mean by football calendar year. Uh, basically, the football season, the football New Year, don't start until mid uh, mid March. So from mid March all the way to basically in about you know a little couple of weeks after the Super Bowl, pretty much that's 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 how that's how it rolls. Like it, it doesn't go in our calendar, but but. That's how that's how it goes. Now, back to, back on track. Seattle is rebuilding. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have a leader on the defense. Well, Jamal Adams is now the leader on the defense. But and DK Metcalf wasn't at wasn't at mini camp, but he the but he did show up for, for training camp. Don't know if he's gonna get his new money. And I'm gonna be honest with you: if he don't get new money this year, he is gone next year because he was not a first round pick. He was second round, third round pick. So necessarily, he will become a free agent come next year. Meaning, somebody going to get him that nobody want to see getting him. And I'm telling you, that's going to happen. Unless Seattle pays him. Now, by me saying that, I think another thing needs to happen. Pete Carroll does not need to be there for a whole a complete rebuild. I think you need to start off if you're going to start over from scratch when you get rid of the quarterback, the leader, the defense, now you change coordinators. When you do all that and pretty much Pete Carroll is the assistant GM of the team as it is, you know the way they the way they running it as it is. Basically, you you you're pretty much. You pretty much saying that you need to restart, rebuild, and you need to do it with a new coach. I think this might need to be Pete Carroll's last year, but I don't think it will be. But to me, I think this need to be Pete Carroll's last year. I don't think Pete Carroll need to stay. He's too old, and I and yes, I'm saying I'm gonna go ahead and say it. He is too old. He's he's over seventy years old. No seventy year old coach needs to be with a rebuilding team like that. And that's exactly what Seattle's about to do. They don't have the picks. They, they don't have enough picks to really truly, truly rebuild. But I digress. Let's move on with to the 49ers. Now, the San Francisco 49ers, they're in a predicament with, look here. Let's be honest. I haven't seen a quarterback situation like this, and this this wasn't even as bad as the Cardinal Kaepernick and Alex Smith. Alex Smith was a pro. He got traded to Kansas City, and the rest is history. Like he was a pro. He was pros pro. He you know he got the young man that season. They if you remember that particular season, they ended up in the Super Bowl. And so he put, you know, what I'm saying, there's no drama between the two quarterbacks on this on this particular roster right now. But if Jimmy G is going to be completely all go during training camp, by the time the preseason really gets started, yeah, either trade him or keep him. But the fact that y'all traded up to the number three, three, four, five, don't it was a top five pick. Don't even matter anymore. You you, you traded up to, in the top five to go get this quarterback, Trey Lance. Um, y- y'all need to start him. Need to get Jimmy G up by there now. And y'all waited until to see if his progress and he gonna pass physical. To barely, and I get it, but here's the thing: cut loose, just cut loose. Everybody, everybody in in everybody knows Jimmy got to get released. 
it's not even a trade. You're not going to get the trade like New England, you know, New England did or whatever. You're not going to get that type of trade for Jimmy. You're just not. That's beyond. You're just not. Just cut, cut loose. Cut bait, cut loose. Run with Trey Lance. And even if, even if you decided they want to get a pick, your best bet just going to take a five, a fifth round pick, and go on about your business. Stop playing. Now, but here's the trick, here's the trick to that. Jimmy G got the hope that anybody is in a dire need for a quarterback situation. Here's the thing. Carolina just traded for, for Baker. They out. Uh, Cleveland has Deshaun. There. But they turned around and got Brissett and Rosen. And they got a bunch of quarterbacks by committee right now. So, basically... They basically saying we're mulliking this season until next season. So they're out. Um, Cincinnati out. You know, Baltimore is pretty much out because it's Lamar. That's Lamar's team. He ain't going to work. That's out. There's rumors saying that Tampa Bay might want to take a swing if he decides to stay in San Francisco and try to gra- gravitate him to, to Tampa Bay, which is, no, I don't see that happen. That's out. I will say Houston, Texas, but Houston, Texas, Houston wants to see what Davis Mills got first. So that's out. <laughs> so and the, way I, the way I'm getting at it is this. Ain't, never, ain't nobody looking for a quarterback right now. And Seattle might be the one team that might say, all right, pull him up there and let's make a, we'll see what we can do. So, it, this situation in San Francisco is just too damn tricky. So, you heard both. So, you got both sides to the coin on this situation. And honestly, it's just, you don't know what you want to do. You just don't know what you want to do. Now, after all that, the run, it longs, they running back stay healthy. Rivers stay healthy. Debo's there playing this season. Was by the way, he might be gone after the season two, and the defense is stay defense stay healthy. San Francisco is gonna be in a running for a playoff spot. Now let's get into Arizona. Um, I think Arizona's the dumbest dumbest organization right now. You took a shot on a college coach that has really don't never had a winning season truly. Um, and then on top of that, he, he wasn't even the reason why that y'all got to the playoffs last year. It was just the fact that y'all won enough games to cruise the rest of the half of the season just to sneak in. And then on top of that, what was put, I'm going to be honest. If they, if they would have lost to Dallas, I think they would have been out of the playoffs. But just because they did beat Dallas and then turn around, I think that was they they pretty much they punched into the playoffs. If it wasn't for that game, they probably wouldn't have got in. Now, Arizona, like I said, dumbest organization I've seen in a while. Reason why I say that because they signed Kyler Murray. I don't have nothing against Kyler Murray, but let's be real. Kyler Murray has nothing. I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna just be honest with y'all, except for a few highlights. That man has not done shit in the NFL to be the second highest quarterback paid in the NFL. That should be one or two people. Mahomes, but Mahomes got his money before everybody else did. So that either should be Mahomes or the person that should be getting paid right now while everybody while everybody else is trying to throw salt at Lamar. Lamar Jackson should be the second highest paid quarterback in the league. Because he, because if the Ravens make it to the Super Bowl, it's going to be on because of him and that defense. Because that defense is going to be good, as long as they stay healthy. And that's a caveat for everybody, as long as they stay healthy. But that's truly what, what but but what happened to them last year. You have to say it, as long as they stay healthy. Ravens going to be in the mix in that loaded AFC playoffs. That's going to be 
And I'm going to tell you right now, that AFC playoffs is going to be great this coming up season. Once that play, once the playoffs hit in January, the playoffs is going to be great in the AFC. Not to say the NFC playoffs going to suck, but it's just it's just so loaded in the AFC. It's just you're going everybody's going to have their eyes on the AFC. Now, back to the uh, back to the Cardinals. Like I said, Kyler Murray should not be the second highest played quarterback. I don't give a shit. You don't have an MVP. You barely got in the playoffs. Uh, you didn't do shit in the playoffs. Uh, I don't want to hear about you lost uh, D uh, Hop because you lit, and I mean lit into playoffs even with or without D Hop. Then on top of that, you threatened to go to baseball, and then come out and find out that you're not even watching film. You're not even doing your own homework. You're not even doing your own homework, and. You, Look here, I'm going to tell y'all this. They put the language in this contract. Four hours a week for film that is credit when he's doing it on his own. And that's excluded playing play, playing on his phone and video games. And he's not going to get credit for team meetings or position meetings. Meaning you got to do extra fit. They want you to be prepared. Let me tell you this. I know some people that... Know some people that play in the NFL. Let me put it. Let me put it in perspective. Common sense is this: you don't have to put in the put that type of language in the contract. It's just common sense to know. Hey, bro, we're gonna give you a lot of money. Handle your business. We shouldn't have to tell you that, right? All right, handle your business. We should have to put it in your contract. Handle your business. Not only they put it in this contract and put the language in this contract. But they publicized this shit. You didn't have to talk about the fact that about him not doing doing the extra mile, watching film, handling his business. They had a lot of times people teams don't even say stuff like that. Most incentives is like get a thousand, stay healthy. You know what I'm saying? For, you know. Get get your yards, touchdowns, get the playoffs, get a playoff run, get a Super Bowl. You know, stay healthy. Don't do drugs. Don't get drink and drive like shit like that. That's more normally language that's in there. You you got to put language as in you need to do extra four hours a week. And we ain't talking about twelve. We talking about just four. And they publicized the shit? Meaning it's been a problem. And a lot of people's like, oh, it ain't, it ain't no big deal. Yes, it is a big deal. That's a big deal. And that's a problem. Now, and here's the thing. You get you get your boy Hollywood Brown traded to your team. By the way, you're going to need him because uh, the first six games, not only he going to be still you know, recovering and getting his body right for the season, he out for the first six games due to PDs. Don't matter what it was. Don't matter. He got caught. He ain't he ain't fighting it. He going to take his six games by, like, like a grown man and going to buy his business. He'd be back for, for the, he'd be back for the last, last 11 games. Now, You got your boy coming, and they asking you to do it. Look, it shouldn't be. It should not even be an issue, but it is. And Kyler try to call Arizona's bluff, which it worked to a certain degree. But at the same time, Arizona did a smart thing. But at the same time, you did stupid. You signed them. Both, both. This marriage is not. This marriage just don't seem right. Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals for to twenty twenty through twenty nine two through twenty twenty eight, meaning for the next six years, six. And then on top of that, you lost Chandler Jones. To the Raiders, by the way. We'll talk about them in a second, real quick. And then, 
JJ Watt is old. Uh, he be, I think he's 35, 30. He, he's old. He, we, he, I'm not guaranteeing for him to play the whole 17 game season. So, guess what? You don't have any pass rush. You at some point this season, you ain't going to have no pass rush. Arizona will miss the playoffs. I'm, I'm guaranteed to go ahead and say that now. Arizona not making the playoffs. I don't care how Howie Brown is there or not. I don't care if D Hop comes back for the Lex, for those eleven games. <sighs> yeah, let's move on. <laughs> let's just move on. All right. So AFC West loaded. That, that there's only one word loaded. Quarterbacks, all four teams, excellent quarterbacks. All four teams got a decent to really good running back. All four teams, take that back. Three teams got a defense. The one team that don't is the team that's been running the running the show in the, in the AFC West, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs. So that's my common denominator. And now, I didn't pick the NFC West. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to pick. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I'm not, I know I picked uh, for the Pac-12. I'm going to pick college because it's, it, it, I could do, uh, you know, it's not, it, it's just, it's just, I'm ready to make that picks for college. NFL, I'm going to give it a few more weeks and then I'm going to give y'all my picks for them. But, back to what I was saying. AFC. Come on now. AOC West, oh my God, it's loaded. I, I don't know what to say. I, I, what, what you want me to say? And I'm going to say this. There is a possibility, it's a very small possibility, but very small percentage of the possibility, but it's a possibility that all four teams make the playoffs. And I'm going to tell you this. There is a shot that I believe the NFL and these refs and Vegas, they gonna want all four of these teams in the playoffs. Meaning, one of these four teams gonna have to go th- at least thirteen and four, at least thirteen and four, no worse than thirteen and four. And the rest will be five, six, and seven. With that being said, that means whoever is the first or whoever decides to get into first or second seed, you can't get worse than the second seed. And the, you that's the only way that's the only way you can get four teams in. Either your second seed or first seed. Potentially, hopefully the first seed. But it's better be the first seed. But if you're the second seed, you can still get the rest of your guy, rest of your teams, your rivals. In the playoffs, when they if they hold a bit, you know they handle their business. But realistic wise, they gonna beat the fuck out of each other. <laughs> that's just that's just plain and simple. They just gonna beat the fuck out of each other. And I think it's going to as much as everybody want three teams, three to four teams in. It's probably not gonna happen. And we're gonna see possibly at least one. Strongly, possibly two teams in that division not make the playoffs with a winning record. I don't think any of these four teams is going to get under 10 10 wins. I solely don't think they're going to get under 10 wins. I think they are going to get, if they do, I think possibly nine. And that's at the very lowest. Lowest. Very lowest. So, with that being said, let's run through this shit. Raiders, I would say that was going to come back to the Raiders. Challenge Jones went from Arizona to Vegas. He ain't went nowhere. He went literally just, just a state, just a state up. That's it. On top of that, uh, that wasn't the audition they had. They had a one big-ass audition. They didn't have to trade for his ass. Well, technically they did, but... It don't matter. Devontae Adams is heading, it has headed, is in training camp as we speak. 
in Vegas with his college teammate, ex room and, and roommate, because they was college roommates and teammates. A lot of people are shitting on this, but I'm going to tell you this. There's nothing... There, and this not a, this not a knock on neither one of these two neither one of these two players. Ain't nothing worse or nothing better. Or it just I'm gonna tell you this. It's something about knowing you ain't got to bring you ain't got to have extra practice to get rhythm when you been training with your college quarterback since y'all been in the league. Yes, listen to what I just said again. I'm going to sit repeat it. Devontae Adams and Derek Carr has been training since they've been in the league. So the opportunity for them to reunite since Fresno State, they took it. And let me tell y'all this. The Raiders is going to be the one team that nobody wants to play. Nobody. Let's move on. Denver. When they got a lot of dishes. They in hell. They got my old uh, uh, defensive, defensive end. Almost stayed at Dallas and I'm going to Denver. I actually don't blame him going to Denver. He, you know, whatever. That I, I had my revelations about that. I'm saved my piece about that. But what I'm going to say is this, this. Denver got a new coach. So does the Raiders. <laughs> but the Raiders have a more veteran new coach. He done been a head coach before, so he knows what he got to do. McDaniel has never been a has never been a coach, head coach. And he's coming from Aaron Rodgers camp in Green Bay. So he, he it, it, it's the point where I'm getting at is this. You got a new coach. It's gonna be a little. It's gonna be some bumps. I think they will smooth it out quicker than expected. And Denver is going to be a team later in the season is going to be either playing raining or spoiler. But I don't think it's going to be in the middle. I think they either going to win the West or they're going to play spoiler to somebody to try to win the West. Uh, speaking about spoilers, uh, a lot of people, a lot of people jumping on the Char Charles. I was on the Charles bandwagon last year, still on a bandwagon this year. I feel that they should have been in the playoffs last year. It was their dumbass coach fault. When the players, you can't blame, you can't blame players. You can't blame players for stupidity. It was all the coach's stupidity. Now, has he learned his lesson? That's the key. Not, not, not Herbert throwing for 5,000 yards. Not Austin Eckler going for 1,000 yards rushing. None of the receivers getting 1,500 yards. You know, not the offensive line holding up. Not even the additions to the defense being great, being possibly the number one defense in the league. None of that. I ain't talking about none of that. I'm just talking about the coach. Has he learned his lesson? From not being from not being stupid. <laughs> That's the point. And Kansas City. <sighs> Tariq Hill came out and said that if Kansas City gave him the money that Miami gave him, he would be in Kansas City. So there's no hard feelings about him leaving Kansas City. And I think I think what it is, it's just a business decision. Mama told him, hey, it's going to be them days. You're going to have to make a decision. And he made a business decision. And he feels he's in a very he's in a better place right now than where, they, where he was in Kansas City. Which, I, I, and honestly, it's hard to keep a certain core like that for a very long time. This is not what in the 90s where... It was easier to do that, and um, nowadays it's just very, very hard to keep a core, like the core team, you know, like Kelsey, Mahomes, Hill. Let me tell you this. 
the years that we have seen them together, it was great. We're going we're going to preserve it. We're going to love it over and over and over. And let me tell you this: the fact that that was the fact that even though that wasn't his last game, but that was his last great game in Kansas City against Buffalo will never be forgotten. Tyreek Hill going 70 on a slap pass, taking it to the house. Will never be forgotten in, in Chiefs Kingdom. Now, what do I feel about the Chiefs right now? As, as currently constructed, I feel like the Chiefs I feel like the Chiefs will take a step back, but I don't think it's a dramatic step back that a lot of people... You got to look at this. It's a, it's a philosophy step back. It's not a talent drop, you know, drop step back. They got receivers. They definitely receivers. They really are. They got running backs. They got three. <laughs> Edward Scalaire, Ronald Jones from, from the Buccaneers, uh, Ronald Jones, and McKinnon. Jones, Jones and McKinnon can run. Edwards Larry is the is the thick but stocky running back. You know, but, but can move a little bit cat and catch. They got three running backs. They got a they revamped the offensive line from from the last season. They, all of them coming back. You know, they they are one. They are tops. They are top heavy on offense. Defense is the problem for Kansas City. I don't, and I'm, and I'm giving you, like I did with, like I did with Arizona. I'm, I gave you my prediction. I not necessarily who gonna win the, the the division, but I gave you a a a bold prediction. I said Arizona will not make the playoffs. Here's a bold prediction in the AFC West. Neither with Kansas City. As much as as much as Andy Reid and Eric Benini and Eric B and Patrick Mahomes, all of them what they can do. I think the AFC West is so loaded. You're going to see a step back, and a, it's not a bad step back, but you're going to have you have to step. You have to take failure, some failure in life. And a lot of people, a lot of successful, a lot of successful people, I'm going to take that back. I ain't going to say a lot. But what I will say is this. I believe you have to take certain failures in life to learn how to go, how to move forward. It's like skating, ice skating, or roller skating. How you gonna learn how to get up if you ain't know how to fall? Let me repeat what I just said. How you gonna learn how to get up if you never learn how to fall? Kansas City needs to fall just a taste. Not dramatically, but just a taste. Understand, hey, hmm, things has changed. Let's get real. And I think that's what the season is for Kansas City. They're going to get a let's get real season. And by that time they realize that they are too thick into the quicksand. And and like a lot of people say, you don't fight fight the quicksand. You just let, you just flow with it. And then that's how how you able to get up, get out of it. Kansas City going to be in a quicksand this season. And it's not a knock. It's not. I think Kansas City will get at least 10, but I think they will get more than 10, but they're going to get at least 10. Like I said, this division arguably will have two, have at least one, if not two teams that will not make the playoffs. Due to, they have good records, but that's beat the fuck out of each other to the point that put them in a you better win or you out situation. So, with that being said, that's how I feel about the ALC and LC West and the Pac-12. So, we're done with the West side. 
<laughs> Some of y'all probably throwing up the west side. Um, now, next episode we will cover the NFC North, AFC North, <laughs> and the Big 12. We will cover all that. As a matter of fact, no, 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 no. Let me take that back. We're not going to cover the Big 12. We'll cover Big 10. I'm going to take that back. That, that's more of that reason. We'll put the ASC South, NFC South, and the Big 12 all together. Um, and then we'll put the NFC East, ASC East, but we'll put the SEC and the ACC together. Uh, we'll put all that together. That might be a two. That might be a two-episode um, situation. That might be a two-episode situation. But that's how I'm going to put it. We're going to go in somewhat of a region area. So we're going to head north and come back down south and head east. So with that being said, that's going to be how we're going to do the review and stuff like that. Um, With that being said, that's the episode, y'all. Thanks for listening. Um, I will be... We'll be trying to start building up and make some more content on TikTok. First go on TikTok, check me out. Um, I'm gonna just be honest, brutally honest, and stuff like that. I understand if you don't you don't agree. It's understand. We all don't agree with say everything, but sometimes you need to hear the other side to understand what the other side is saying and what they're going through. Um, also, I did say in in the previous episodes that I will be making other content. I am planning on making other content. This is a preview moment in life. A lot of y'all don't care. A lot of y'all probably going to dismiss it. But I'm going to be honest with y'all. If we don't get out and vote, it's going to be an issue. So I will have episodes about voting. Um, I'm going to have episodes you know, with this election coming up. It's going to be wrapped up. So it's going to be a mid- So this, this midterm election with football season in 2022, you're going to get a mixture of everything with that. So be on the lookout for those episodes with politics and just current events per se. I will put my opinion, but I will try to not necessarily sway you in any way. I'm just going to talk to you and how I feel about what the fuck is going on in this country and how I feel how we are in a damaged situation that nobody gives a shit. Or if necessary, you do give a shit. We sitting, you're sitting on your ass about it, and let's do something about it. We, we, we run this country, not them. I'm going to leave you on that. Y'all be real.